Welcome to For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Padgett, and this is your number one source for all things sports, health, and fitness related. Oh, hold on, Coach. What does For the Health of It stand for? Good question, Austin. The For and For the Health of It stands for our four principles, which are mindset, movement, nutrition, and recovery. Okay, cool. Let's do it for the health of it then. Welcome to another edition of For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corey and K-Pad Padgett, and today I have with me a very special guest, one of my co-workers from the Jim Hill, uh, Coach Desmond Dixon. And as usual, you know, we always have with us Austin Lindsay. Austin, how you doing? Doing good, Coach. How about yourself? All right, all right. Coach Dixon, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. Just blessed to be here, man. How y'all doing? Good, good. Going great, going great. Austin, uh, I'm going to... Uh, let you take point, and I'm gonna let you go ahead and start us off. All right, all right. So, if uh, many of you may not know, me and Coach Dixon were actually well, let me rephrase it. He was my coach at Jim Hill High School where I played football for a span of two years. So, a lot of you may not know that, but that's just a little hint I like to drop in. But I would like to start off by saying, Coach Dixon, how did you end up at Jim Hill, and what made you? become an educator? Man, it's a, that's a good question, to be honest with you. I stumbled into education. Uh, when I say I stumbled, I mean it, education was not uh, teaching, I'm going to say, uh, rephrase that, was not one of my biggest goals. Um, but I fell in love with it. You know, once you start doing something for a long period of time, you start to fall in love with it. I, how I got into it, I started subbing. And I was subbing for a span of two years, man. Uh, and each time I came and I went, I was able to uh, see how the kids embraced me. You know, um, I'm not saying I was the most popular kid in school or I'm the most popular person or most extroverted person at all. But sometimes when you get embraced just for being yourself as well as helping, it kind of pulls you towards, uh, what can I say, some type of purpose. You feel what I'm saying? So... Uh, when that started happening, man, I just um, just went into it and tried to figure out how can I get certified because uh, they want certified teachers. Now, not saying that you have to be certified to be able to teach someone something. You have to be certified to be a teacher, though. You get what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I can remember times where uh, I'm you were a chill, you were a chill, Coach Dixon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it would be like we'll be in the classroom one day and then like. We would go on to the field and, and then you would come out all hype. I'm like, man, why is he so hype, man? Like, wait, wait, what have you been drinking? An energy drink or something? But, man, I can remember that most about you, Coach Dixon, was just how you brought energy and how, you know, you were able to flip in the classroom and someone that, you know, was someone that could give the – talk to us more directly and be someone that can give life, life decisions and life quotes and things in that – manner because you were almost I wouldn't say our age but you were like one of the youngest teachers in the class I mean in the whole school so it was like we could relate to you more than we could relate to the older you know ladies or or the older dominant figure men we would we could relate to you come ask you a question that was the most I think the most fun thing I liked about you was just we could relate to you when you could also bring that energy you know, when it came to game time and field time, you was like one of the most hyped coaches. So that's one of the things I, I just wanted to get out there. Man, that's, uh, that's, that's I appreciate you telling me that because um, 
like I said, man, everything that happened, it was just like, uh, I'm not the most religious person, but it was just like it seemed to be God's plan because I stumbled across coaching. I played football for four years uh, in high school, and I played for Jackson State or for a bit, but I had got hurt. And after I had got hurt, I had to make a real, what I call it, a business decision on my body. You know, uh, football is a real, a real physical sport. It's probably the most physical sport out there outside of uh, hockey, boxing, boxing, boxing. and, and uh, what's the other one? Yeah, UFC. Uh, it's a yeah. bit like it's something that your body has to have to take. You know, it's not like a regular job where you're just, uh, you know, at the computer or teaching where you're just walking around most of the time. You're sacrificing something. And if you can't, if you don't have the mentality to say, I want to put my body on, on the line every day, every game, every practice, football is going to be a hard sport for you, regardless of your talent. You, you, you get me? So, yeah. That heightness came because although I played them for years, I enjoyed it. I loved it. The most thing that I loved about it was the friends that I made. And when you make a bond with, with your teammates and with your, with, they become your family, man. And I don't know how, you know, everybody, family dynamic is different. But for me, I do whatever for my family. I put I, whatever I am able to do, you know. Um, but, and that's how I approach the game with passion. Uh, I was really passionate about football. It was an outlet. Uh, like, I'm from Jackson, so sports and all my electives were my outlet to be me. Uh, the education part, it came easy, but it wasn't as challenging to where it was overwhelming yeah. on me. You get what I'm saying? So right. I needed an extra thing to push me to my fullest potential, and that came with sport. Because I ran track, football, basketball in high school, and I, and I, was, uh, I went to state and track. We went to the playoffs in high school. I went to the playoffs in high school, and you know, just name the high school that you attended in Jackson for me. Huh? Can you name the high school that you attended in Jackson? Oh, uh, the greatest high school in JPS. Although I work at the greatest high school in JPS, is also Provo High School. Oh, oh no, nah, man. We, we, <laughs> hey, we gotta throw some boos up, some, some thumbs down. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes, man. Yes, I was a Provine uh, High School. I'm a full you were, you were a bit of a traitor. You know that, coach. You know you coming from Provine <laughs> here. That's you know you switching sides, as they say in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I want to say this: if I'm switching sides, Jim here need to do better with security. Then. <laughs> That's what they I can't need complain. To. But, okay, uh, man. But. It don't really it really don't matter where you're from or what school you went to after you graduate because you're just a product of JPS at the end of the day. And you you a product of JPS. You know how how rough it can be. Yeah. You know. Uh I'm not even talking about the home life, just going to school period sometimes with the different personalities, the different traits, trying to just blend in and as well as coexist with different people. You know, different everybody ain't like you. You know, sure. some people watch anime. I was one of anime watchers. Yeah. I love anime. Uh, as well as sports. That's why that's that's what bonded me with people, sports. 
uh, education, I was able to get with the smart kids, you know, not saying that everybody's there's a, just a generalized smart people. I was able to get with the book smart people, basically. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing about it, um, our culture, you know, hip hop, music, all that helped me get in with other people. So it was just being in school was just a, a struggle as well as what made me who I am today. And JP, and I'm thankful for where I went to because I was able to become who I am. I was able to become basically how you say I'm laid back in the classroom because a lot of the stuff that y'all do in the classroom, we did it in, in our classroom. Yeah, and it was like, you know, relatable. Like the things, yeah. because you coming from, you know, Provine, that's basically the west side of Jackson, you know, we kids coming from that same area and you were almost, you were a step older than us, but you were able to relate to us and things and of that matter. So I want to get into my, another quick question real fast. And that would, uh, would be, you know, basically going off what you have said earlier, what would, what would you say has been your greatest impact? You know, just a one word or a couple sentences on that. What would you say has been your greatest impact in the community of West Jackson? as an educator slash coach? Um, my greatest impact has not been done yet because I'm still alive and I'm still trying to impact. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. All so right. I can agree with that. I like to say is I tried to show love and passion. If my, if my kids can see that I love them, I showed them what love looked like from a male perspective. If I showed them passion on the field and excitement, I showed them this is how you can act when you free when you go when you when you do what you're supposed to do, you can be who you want to be. Can't nobody tell you. All right. So like you said, I was chilling in the classroom because I went and got my education. I went and got I, I, I did my book stuff. I was able to uh, sit in the classroom, sit down, and understand what the teacher was talking about. And after I got out of the classroom. I was able to be myself. Heck, after I got finished with my work, I was able to be myself. When you get done <laughs> doing what you're supposed to do and be and, and extending who you are, you're able to be who you want to be. And that's and that's really what I want to, that's the impact I want to give. Because a lot of other, man, in America, bro, as a black person, you really can't see how yourself out there. Uh, like I said, it's, it's many different personalities, different traits, many different people, and we all aren't the same. So if I can just show somebody, oh, he he a nerd too, yeah, he a uh, he a athlete too, he a he a hip hop addict too, he a shoe person too, he he's he's that person too, he just like me. Hopefully, you'll grow up and, and want to be just like yourself. Speaking on that, like me, like like yourself, yeah. You. Speaking on, you know, what you said about hip-hop and things like that, who is your, you know, your top dog, your go-to GOAT in your, you know, library? Or, you know, who is, who is your GOAT in, in hip-hop, in your opinion? All right, I'm going to see how good you are in hip-hop. I'm going to use that government name, all right? Wait, wait uh, repeat that one more time. I'm going to use that government name. So okay. If you're really a hip-hop, if you're really a hip-hop fan, you'll know who I'm talking about. Uh-huh. My first one is the, a guy that ran all the 2000. So I would, if if he had a, a hit mixtape, I know you don't know about mixtapes like talking about, but yeah. he had a hit mixtape 
and it was hot. I had it. Yeah, his name is Dwayne Carter. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Dwayne. I, Lil Wayne. Lil okay, Wayne. Okay. Okay. Lil Wayne. You don't play me like that now. Okay. Don't play me like that. I ain't, hey, I'm I'm part of this culture too. You know, I'm part of this culture too. So. Yeah, okay. I, I can agree with that. I got a, a a lot of my friends. They love Lil Wayne and things like that. In my opinion, you know, we I, we can debate that Lil Wayne discussion as the goat. You know, in my opinion, but I'm gonna leave it at that. We're gonna keep it PG-13. I'm gonna leave it at that. So we got a question up here, and that is going back to educating. What has been your toughest task in the six hey, years? Hello, 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 hello. Uh, I'm also a daddy too. I'm also a daddy. Okay. <laughs> Excuse the interruption. It's me, K-Pad. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in and listening to For the Health of It on whatever streaming service you choose. Be sure to subscribe and give us a good rating. Now back to the show. Join the interview too. <laughs> All right. So what's the question, man? So as being a father... You know, okay. we're gonna include the father situation in this question. Being okay. that, you know, you've been a Can father. You hear me clear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been a father okay. for how many years now? He is three. I'm about to be a father to a baby girl in January. So three years going on for congratulations, congratulations. So mm-hmm. with being a father slash teacher in an overall amount of six years, what has been your toughest task with balancing? that in your home and in the schoolhouse what what's been the toughest task you would say oh man that's a great question to be honest with you um and i'm, I'm gonna be honest with you uh also because i feel like you said uh you just we have some uh history together so i can be honest with you you know what mental illness is correct i i have bipolar depression so i just found it out with him when he was born so i i i've actually you know about the by the by the bipolar depression is it's basically a um, fluctuation come on babe yes that's the joys of parenthood right there, y'all. Yeah, that is. <laughs> what's up? What's up? All right. You good? All right. I'm, I'm back. Let's go. Well, excuse me. Just a commercial break, my bad. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Well, going back to my question, um, Coach Dixon, I was asking you uh, what was, has been your toughest task in the past six years as a dad slash educator, so – Oh well, yeah, bot- battling my mental illness. <laughs> correct, correct. But, uh, it is a real thing. A lot of people, uh, I, like I said, I battled with depression for a minute, even through college. Uh, it kind of came upon me after the passing of my father uh, back in high school. So pretty much dealing with his passing, dealing with being gr- becoming a man, and then dealing with being becoming a father while trying to become a man still, because I'm so, saying every day, every day is about growth and developing. So each time I wake up, you know, that's another day to be a different person, basically. So I'm trying to build on myself, piece right. by piece. 
Correct. Um, what you saying that about bipolar depression? Um, I mean bipolar disorder and things of that order. I actually have like a few of my family members. So you know, mental illness is a serious thing, and especially in the black community, you know, and especially in po low, you know, poverty areas and things like that. So that's a that's a true issue that uh we definitely have to continue to work on every day, like you said. So in asking this, as you've been a father. You, you just said that, you know, your father passed in high school. So what are some of the things, you know, I'm, I'm trying to tap into, you know, your early, early hood life, early life as a childhood, growing up as a young man, basically. What was okay. some of the things that you key in on from your father and be like, you know, he's implemented this in my life and I want to give this on to my son? Or what are some of the teachings that he taught you, if there are some, you know? Uh, my father taught me three things, man, in my life. Uh, discipline, uh, focus, and love. Discipline, so that you you can do things that you want to achieve to be successful. Uh, you know, you got to be able to tell yourself, not, no have, not, not have people telling you, be able to tell yourself to do this, to do this, to eat right, to go, go this place, to read that book. You gotta have you gotta have that type of discipline on yourself. Uh, focus. It's a lot of distractions out here. Uh, it's a lot of habits that I have that are distracting. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah. when I when you want a goal, be able to tune out those type of things. Um, and I'm I'm not trying to say a family could be distracting, but sometimes if I, let's just say say I'm trying to build. Y'all trying to build a, a podcast, and you want this podcast to be the, uh, the biggest thing ever. You got to be able to focus directly on your, your what you're trying to build. Trying, trying, you're trying to get, a, get off the ground, and he, he instilled that in me. And love, uh, just be able to love people. You know, a lot of times people confuse her with sex. It's not just about sex. You should be able to say openly, man, I love my brother. Because, you know, since people confuse love with sex, they always think, oh, if you tell your brother you love him, you're trying to, you know, whoop, whoop, whoop with him. But in reality, man, I just want to see you alive. I want to see you prosper. I want to see you happy. I want to see you make a family, have a family, be with your family, stuff like that. And he instilled that for me, not just for my people, for everybody, you know. Uh, man, so those are the type of things. He, he didn't do it by saying uh, a lot of a lot of things can't just be said. He did it by showing, and uh, I I think that's a lot of things that's missing in the black community. A lot of people don't have their father. Or hell, I mean, my bad. You got uh, it. Yeah. Uh, are just a, a male figure anyway, because I've heard sometimes people talk about different generations, the older generation this, the younger generation that, and they're just being combative against each other. And we all in the same in the same place and have to love each other basically. So yeah, he showed he showed me by just acting on how to uh, love each one, each and everybody. Okay, cool, cool. I like that. I like that because uh, like I like what you touched on too. Of you know, me myself, my father, he's in my life, but like he wasn't a direct man in my household in a sense, you know. So he's taught me a lot of great things too, but he's. He's just not in my uh, household where I can just go directly to him. I have to call him and things like that. So it's a lot of us young dudes in our, uh, you know, 
in a community of West Jackson that don't have just a direct outlet to their father where, hey, he's in the household or things of that sort. So when I um, when you say things like that, you know, I kind of look at like Coach P as a father figure in my life. You know, when you tell me things like that, I look at you as a father figure in my life. You know, I look at all the people that helped me along the road and I look at everybody as a father figure. Though my dad is my dad still, I look at other people like you and Coach P, who are father figures in my life that have helped me to stay on the right path and things of that nature. So, yeah, I just want to uh, just say that I'm uh tie in Coach P right now. Corey, you can come in and talk to Coach Dixon. I'll let you have it. Hey, good. Adult time. Let's go. Real, man. <laughs> Young Stephen A in the making, for real. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. What is, Coach Dixon, what, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment so far in your six years of teaching? My six in teaching. <laughs> well, well, man, six years. No, 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 no. I like, I, it's, it's sort of, I get it. And let me tell you this, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to pretend like Austin out here. Man, my first, <laughs> my, my first five years were hard. <laughs> like I told you, I started as a sub. And I don't know how y'all know how subs get treated. It's just, <laughs> it, it's, it's different. Right. It's right. different than teaching. Right. So, but now, uh, but my biggest problem is was I'm not, I was not organized. <laughs> my daddy taught me discipline, love, and focus. Right. My organization, I had to get somewhere else. <laughs> I got out of it. But now I'm more organized. And I, 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 it's, I hate to say it, but it's because of Corona. <laughs> I, I become, I've become more organized with my time. I actually have my own. You know how sometimes we, as a teacher, you have to get a lesson plan and you be scrambling across the internet. This time, I literally created my own lesson plan out of my mind, and that's the best part about it. So now, when I teach, I'm basically teaching you my thoughts. And if you can't get my thoughts, you ain't paying attention to me at all. <laughs> so that's that's really how I'm delivering it. That. Oh, that's cool. So it's it's my my greatest accomplishment is growth. Okay. Hey, and it's all it's all about that growth mindset, right? It's definitely all about that growth mindset. Uh so my next question is, you know, when we uh well before I before I move on to my next question, I gotta say, you're not the only one that started off as a sub, man. Uh I started off as a sub and I subbed for four years at Biloxi High. Four wow. years, dude. Uh I started in August 2012. And literally, like you said, man, I kind of just stumbled into it. Um the reason I moved back down to Biloxi, I hadn't even finished my degree yet. All my buddies at college had moved off, and they graduated that May. I wasn't graduating until December, so I said, man, I'm not staying on campus by myself or being in Hattiesburg by myself. So I went back home yeah. for, like, that whole summer, me and a buddy, every day. We just went out job searching, went out job searching. Uh, he got hired on at a place in his field. I got hired on uh, – with Kelly Services and started subbing. And I reached out to the old principal at Biloxi High. She, I guess she remembered me, I guess. I don't know. Uh, all my old teachers were there and whatnot. And man, I, I did that thing for four years, four years strong. That's how I got into coaching and everything. So Yeah, but and, you enjoyed the four years though. No, no, definitely. <laughs> you enjoyed now, nobody said it no four years and you don't like it. That's true, that's true. Man, it, 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 was, it was fun too, man. Uh, like you said, they definitely te- uh, treat subs different, man. They definitely 
even though uh, the discipline and whatnot may be different from different districts and whatnot, they definitely treat subs different. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. So <laughs> what is, what is as you know, when uh, Mr. Brown came back to Jim Hill, I don't think you were there his first go around, were you? That's when I started subbing, actually. Okay. When he, when he, uh, he had left my – when I first started subbing, he was the principal there. And I think he left the next year. Okay. Okay. So what is your why? My why? Ooh. I'm glad, I'm glad you asked me in 2020 because you asked me uh, when I first started subbing, it was going to be because of some money. But, <laughs> but now, man, I've grown, like I said. When I was uh, in college, man, I used to read a lot of books. My uh, my favorite book was uh, the autobiography of Michael Mick. Okay. and I just loved how he led people. You know, uh, he he now you if you really know Michael Mix, he 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 was a little radical, but I just loved the uh, the way he incited people with his words. The same way with Martin Luther King. So I wanted to really be a mixture of them both, and I wanted to incite people to learn. I don't think, and and this is and this could be a discussion for another person. I don't think we as a country or human being really know why we need to go to school, other than get a degree, get a job, get some money. The real reason we need to uh, educate ourselves is so we we can combat against mental illness, because a lot of our problem is miseducation, and. We got to figure out a way to uh, to retire ourselves, realign ourselves with the true reason education exists. Okay. So um, my 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 biggest why is is to 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 fix the mental slavery that I think a lot of us have. Okay, good deal, good deal. Uh, Austin, I see you got another question, man. Uh, you can come on and ask it. Oh yeah, um, Coach Dixon. Um, I was gonna ask you. Uh, you know, kind of forgot it in the moment, but you were talking about bipolar disorder, and just if somebody's watching this or some in that order, I just want to give them like, what is what do you do, or how do you, you know, beat this disorder day in and day out? You know, what what's or you in you are in the episode? How do you defeat that, or you know what I'm saying? You know, to overcome. Uh, when I okay, I I try to uh, I'm a, that's since this is a big topic, I'm gonna try to break it down. When I first uh, found out, I had to go. Uh, I had to go to a place to uh, calm myself, basically, so I I could learn about what's going on with me. Basically, I had to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Go to the doctor and uh, find out what's wrong with yourself. Because if you're not feeling right, only you, when something's wrong with your brain, only you can really know. What's up? I mean, people can tell you a, a lot. My mother, my girlfriend, well, who's about to be my wife. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, she's, they they told me my, my mannerism and my, how I was acting was different. So I had, to, I had one that got checked. Um, and now that I, I got the right, the right medication um, and the right, type of thing I meditate meditation is key because it helps you hear yourself I, I know a lot of people when they meditate they can't be still or their mind runs but that's a part of meditation when you let your mind run you better to figure out 
where your where your body is really running too. Because sometimes we just be moving and we don't even know where we're going. But and when you meditate, you be, you're able to go within yourself and guide yourself through the day better. So I, I basically try to get up at at 4:30 in the morning. I try to get up at 4:30 in the morning every morning, and I do my little thing that I, that helps me meditate. And like as far as what to do when I have an episode, I try to stay on my medication. But most of the part, I have people around me that can say, you're losing it, Dad. You, you need to really back. You, you need to do this. I got good people around me, your support system. You got to have a good support system. Because, uh, you know, uh, it, the, the wrong thing just happened. And it, you wouldn't even know it because once you have an episode, you got an episode. You just got to, it's got to run its course. Yeah. It's not your fault. It's just, it's just, it, it's just about to happen. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know how to put it. Yeah, correct, correct, correct. So, yeah, I, um, like you said, with a support system, you know, I kind of feel for the people that don't have that support, support system as you may have because it's evident that, you know, some people don't have it. As you, so you are a, uh, you know, you're a fortunate dude for your support system in that. So, you know, one day we have to go in and change, you know, the people that may not have that support system to uplift those guys or uplift those people, you know. In my opinion, I think if everybody could see themselves within everybody, it wouldn't be so everybody would have a support system. Because the community technically is supposed to be the support system. You ever seen a guy in the middle of the street, just uh, arguing with himself. Yeah, right. I mean, I've seen that thousands of times. <laughs> so I can't. Do, do yeah. you, are, are you in? Are you in fear of your life or his life? To be honest, I'm not. I'm in fear of his life. You know, in my opinion, because I mean, like he's just talking to himself. Like he's, he can't he's really arguing with himself. His, yeah. said something he wasn't supposed to say. He's arguing now. That that's a that's basically what happened. And if we as a community and just throw it off his, oh, he's crazy. And try to figure out what buddy, what what was really wrong with that guy, it might can we might can fix a lot. But it's it's a it's more of a sphere aspect, man. We we can't be there for each other because we're scared. And especially now that we can't it's do any time, we really don't want to be around each other because we got a whole right. uh, pandemic virus going on. So I mean, for those people that out there, man, I don't. I want to say call for help, but as as recent history has shown, even when you call for help, it might put them in more danger. So, just watch them. If they got a weapon, call for help. But if they just out there wilding and just talking to themselves loud, let them vent. <laughs> I I don't know what because they only arguing with themselves. <laughs> so it really it's not really like. They gonna harm you. It's just don't let them harm themselves. Yeah, it's just a battle with from within, with you know. Yeah, it, everything is within. Cause Michael Jackson said himself better himself. Start with the man in the mirror, and that's what everybody has to do. A lot of people don't think they're suffering from anything because they quote unquote got a strong mental, but everybody has something going on with themselves. Either it's right. high blood pressure, diabetes. Your body is at a disease. That's why they call it a disease. We all suffering for something, and if we all can see that, 
we all would have a support system. Say, That's why I became a teacher because uh, I care, you know. Say that last line you just said. Yeah, that was. That was well, oh, we uh. We all are a disease because we all got a disease. Yeah. Or, okay, I think that's how I said. <laughs> that's a little, you know, that's some good I knowledge. You, I told you my favorite uh, rapper was Dwayne Carter. Man, go listen yeah. to that man. He's nice. He's nice. <laughs> Just stand on the word. <laughs> yeah, he's nice, man. Definitely is, man. He's nice, wow. yeah. Hey, but before before we start wrapping it up, we're running a little short on time, Coach. We appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I appreciate y'all having me. Definitely, definitely going to make you a, a regular coming on uh, for, for the next few coming seasons, however long this lasts us. Uh, but before we get you out of here, Coach, if you got any social media or anything like that you want people to reach out to you, or how can they get in contact with you? Man, you can hit me on Facebook. My name is my name, Desmond Dixon. <laughs> I, ain't get, I ain't putting no fancy. I would say follow me on Instagram, but I ain't really. I just I'm I'm just a lurker on Instagram. I don't really be doing. Nothing. I ain't got no business. So when I when I come back, if you let me back on the show, I'm gonna have a whole business page and everything, and then I'm I'm gonna shout it out. But for the only thing I want to shout out is the Most High, my dad, even though he ain't here with us. I know you hear me, and my mom, because I don't even, I don't think you understand, Coach. If it wasn't for her saying, "Baby, you need to go get a job." You wouldn't even be talking to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna put it up there for uh, my mama and my dad in the most time, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, just love, man. Love, peace. That's all I'm about. All right, that's what's up, man. Appreciate you, coach. Appreciate you, Austin. I, de- I definitely appreciate you too, Coach P and you, uh, Coach Dixon, for the knowledge and you know just the energy you bring and the knowledge you dropping. So appreciate it, Thanks man. Appreciate it. it. Hey, yeah. Make sure you old enough to vote now. Make sure you vote. Oh. Wait, I already did. Stuff, I right? already did. Cause... Oh, congratulations. Oh, yeah, man. Shoot, I'm going to <laughs> Me too. I, I, I got to take a day off work. But yes, I got to take a day off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to no, no comment. No comment. All right. But uh, <laughs> this has been For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corinne K. Pad Paget. Also, uh, before I get out of here, last thing if you're not following or if you're not subscribed to this channel uh subscribe on itunes spotify or however you are listening also make sure you subscribe on youtube and follow us on facebook or facebook and instagram and lastly shout out austin for rep your side that's r-e-y-o-s-i-d-e rep your side the newest uh sports podcast to come along hopefully y'all enjoy it so appreciate that coach p for that too Yes, sir. Thank oh you. man, y'all, man, you growing up. Good, good. Hey, thank <laughs> you, Coach Pad. Keep no the man, problem. keep the growing the man. Appreciate it.